From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in to the Lombardi Line. I'm Brady Cannon, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner, Josh Applebaum, is alongside via Boston, Massachusetts on this fight night Saturday, July the 10th. Good morning to you, Josh. You know, we have live action on the grass at the All England Club, the women's final at Wimbledon featuring Ash Barty and Carolina Pliskova, and they are into the second set. Ash Barty took the first set six to three right now Pliskova winning the second set four to three four games to three currently Barty I believe has the serve they're at a little bit of a replay right now but it's been a great match and Ash Barty came into this final for the women as a minus 250 favorite the take back on Pliskova was plus 210 right now here at BetMGM in the live market Josh Ash Barty, an overwhelming favorite at minus 650. And when she had the lead in this second set, I saw her as as high as minus 10,000. Minus 650 currently, and the take back on the dog currently 4-1 to on Pliskova. And right now it is 30-love Barty serving, trying to even the second set at four games apiece. But uh, some great action in the women's final so far, Josh. Yeah, we got so much great sports betting to talk about today, Brady. It's great to be with you on a Saturday. So we got Wimbledon, we got golf. Obviously, we have a huge MLB day. If you're an MLB better today on Lombardi Line, we're going to run through a ton of games with a lot of sharp action coming into the All-Star break here. A few more days to hopefully stack some some units here. We'll talk about, obviously, keeping an eye on NBA Finals uh, series going back to Milwaukee. Looking an eye on that line for tomorrow. Uh, and then, of course, Brady, the big one here, UFC 264, Poirier, McGregor. I have an interesting line move that we'll hit on that matches one of my systems with one of these fighters might not be the one you expect but a lot to get to we'll check in with our buddy will hill get his picks for today and then also uh head down to the borgata talk to our, our buddy thomas gable so brady it's great to be with you big saturday big sports betting day yeah absolutely and of course on sunday a big day as well of course you will have game three of the nba finals in milwaukee and then also the men's final for wimbledon and that will be novak Djokovic taking on matteo Berrettini. the joker is a minus 450 f- 
favorite to win his 20th Grand Slam title, Josh. That would even the score with 20 Grand Slam titles with he and Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. That would put him absolutely in elite company. The final tune-up before next week's British Open is underway. The third round of the John Deere Classic will get underway, actually, in about an hour from now. But they are underway on the other side of the world there at the Scottish Open in North Berwick at the Renaissance Club. And going into the day, John Rahm was your leader, tied with Thomas Detry and Jack Sr. They were all at 11 under par. The Scottish Open, really the featured event here prior to the Open Championship with all the star power overseas getting ready for next week's British Open. But right now, Lee Westwood in the lead at 14 under par. He is a shot ahead of Thomas Detry, who's at 13 under par. Matthew Fitzpatrick, the Englishman, at 12 under par. John Rahm, two shots back at 12 under par. And then the American, Justin Thomas, who started the day at 8 under par. He is at 9 under. And then Scotty Scheffler out of the University of Texas, the Longhorn, making his way over here. I have not seen him play a whole lot of Lynx golf, but faring pretty well so far at 10 under par. Josh, you mentioned UFC, of course, fight night here in Las Vegas and the main event, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. And you talked about some line movement there that uh, you saw early this morning. What do you got for us, my man? Yeah, so Brady, this is interesting Interesting to me. You know, I'm a data-driven uh, contrarian better. I like to look at line movement here, as you guys know. And really, this matches one of my systems, basically looking at when one team or one side, and this can apply to many different sports, it applied, uh, which was funny, to the match, that kind of uh, novelty golf game that we saw between Brady and DeChambeau and Rodgers and Phil. Uh, and we're seeing the same thing here for this huge UFC bout tonight. So this is a trilogy fight, obviously, McGregor uh, and Poirier going head-to-head. But what I like about this one, Brady, based on the data and the movement, is that number one, one, Conor McGregor is a really, really popular bet here. He's getting about 72% of bets, according to our friends at, at BetMGM. So it's a big popular bet here. You're getting Conor, who gets a lot of the, the flash and, and all the fanfare, and you're getting plus money. You say, sure, I'll take a shot on McGregor. However, the key here, Brady, is that even though about three out of four bets are pouring in on McGregor here at plus money, we've seen this line go to Poirier around even money or plus 110, now to minus 130. So it looks like the public is on McGregor, but Sharp's looking Poirier tonight. This is the Lombardi line here on VSIN and VSIN.com, the sports betting network. For those of you just joining us, Brady Cannon and Josh Applebaum with you, updating the Wimbledon, the women's final going on currently. Also, golf uh, here in the States, the John Deere Classic, and across the pond at the Scottish Open. By the way, Karolina Pliskova just won that uh, game to go up 5 4 in the second set. She lost the first set. Ash Barty took the first set 6 3. Karolina Pliskova up in the second set 5 games to four. Barty now has the serve. This could be headed for a tiebreaker in the second set. Josh, let's now turn to the diamonds. We have baseball to begin your Saturday of betting opportunities in about three hours from now down in Tampa, Florida, where the Rays will host the Jays. And I know you were on the Rays on Friday. You got that one into the win column. Today, it will be Ross Stripling taking on Ryan Yarbrough at the Trop. And Tampa Bay, a small favorite, minus 120 on the money line. A total of eight and a half. You going back for seconds on this one, Josh? Uh, so I'm not here, Brady. We got a ton of games to break down today. I'm really excited about it. But uh, and one thing too is like really, it's just the UFC tonight and baseball today. So I always like it when uh, there's really only one game in town with baseball. It's going to get a lot of attention, a lot of action, and therefore uh, maybe a lot of public betting to go against say, a lot of public bias. So this would match to me if you want to buy low on Toronto a little bit here, Brady. Uh, remember we did have Tampa Bay uh, was a winner there for anyone who took the raise yesterday. But this one, what I'm looking at, Brady, uh, is kind of a sharp line freeze. And what I mean by that is the Rays are a very popular bet here, and we know that. The Rays are a very streaky team. They can rip off, fifth, you know, 14, 15 wins in a row. They can also uh, lose five or six in a row. Right now, they're on their they're on their hot streak, and the public is riding them once again today. You also look at the pitching matchup. You know, Yarborough 4.14 ERA, Stripling around a 4.06. What I like about this one, Brady, public is all over Tampa Bay at home. They're getting almost eight out of ten bets. However, they open around minus 120. They've kind of stayed minus 120, one, minus 120. We haven't seen a move further to the Rays, even though they're the popular bet. Uh, some books are even down to like. 
like minus 115 across the market. So this would match to me is kind of a sharp line freeze. If everyone's betting the raise, why didn't the line move further in their direction? Tells me you may have some uh, wise guy liability here on the Jays. That's some plus money. Uh, and they would also match to me, Brady, uh, what I look for in baseball, divisional dogs. When you're in a divisional game, typically that built-in familiarity levels the playing field, benefits the team getting the plus money. Uh, so I'd be looking at the, at the Jays here. Dog high total also, high total of eight and a half. More expected run scored leads to more variance and upset opportunities. So even though the Rays are a big popular bet today, and I can't blame anyone who wants to sweat them. They've won a bunch of games in a row. They're at home. Uh, my thing is, why isn't this line going further to Tampa? Looks like books don't want to hand out more plus money to Toronto. I'd leave Toronto here, uh, or I'd lean Toronto in a divisional spot. You and I were both on the underdog Philadelphia Phillies on Friday. That did not work out at Fenway Park. Boston broke out early for a lot of runs. I want to say it was in about the third inning or so and just cruised the rest of the way. 11-5, to your final in favor of the Bo Sox. And they're catching the money today. You've got more against Perez. This is a 110 Pacific first pitch, 410 Eastern. Any uh, interest in taking the Phillies again today, Josh? I got no interest here, Brady. And I would say, hey, you know, as a better, just because a team loses for you doesn't mean you automatically fade them the next day. You take each game individually. Uh, I think that's really important. But my thing here is I like this move on the Red Sox. You know, the Red Sox obviously had a huge win yesterday, really uh, just kind of club the ball and really, uh, you know, beat Philly offensively. But what I like about this one, Brady, big, big move here to the Red Sox. They're the popular bet, um, but they're also getting a ton of money. So as a contrarian better, I want to bet against the public more often than not the public uh, loses. And I want to be on the side of the house. But that also doesn't mean that I'm going to just blindly go against big movement, which is driven by uh, predominantly sharp betting here. So with the Red Sox, big, big steam move here, Brady. Overload of money has hit Boston across the market. They open around minus 140, minus 145. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 158. And I got a lot of system matches here on the Red Sox. If you look at teams uh, getting 15 cents of steam or more in their favor coming off a win, done very well this year, about 62% uh, overall. And the other angle here is a div- is a interleague line move, Brady. A lot of times when you look at interleague play, you got to cap these games a little bit differently. What we've seen uh, is that favorites in interleague play, especially if they have line movement in their favor, have done very, very well this year. Overall, especially if you're at home, interleague home favorites with a line move in their favor, uh, right now they're about 64% overall. So the Red Sox taking in a lot of money. The other thing is you probably expect a lot of runs today. I'd be a little careful. You know, yesterday it was kind of bad weather in Boston. It cleared up, got a lot better. The wind was blowing out. It got a little warm. However, today uh, it's a little cooler. The wind's blowing in and you have a lot of money on the over 11 here, Brady. But if you look at the juice on our VEASAN board, it's actually juiced up under minus 120. So I think with the Sox, the advantage here would be uh, 18 and 13 against a lefty. They're graded at Fenway, 28 and 17. Philly struggled on the road, 18 and 28. I'm going to go Red Sox here with a big line move in their favor. And I would lean under. It just kind of seems fishy. A lot of runs yesterday, yet the unders juiced up today. Keep an eye out on that total. Back to the women's final at Wimbledon. Ash Barty did indeed win that 10th game to even up the second set at five games apiece. And now Pliskova serving with a 40-love advantage trying to get this game to go up 6-5 in the second set. We'll keep tabs on that. And uh, looks like she is, uh, I don't know, I mean, still 40-love is what I'm showing. She may have lost that point. We'll keep you updated on that uh, as we continue to roll through the baseball schedule for your Saturday. You and I were talking about the Yankees and the Astros in Houston. That was game one of this series on Friday. And we saw the Yankees take a little bit of a trickle of money. And we were kind of figuring betters were a little bit hesitant to dive headfirst in on the Yankees because they've been a tough team to back as of late. But sure enough, they got it uh, done in Houston over the Astros on Friday night and a good pitching matchup today. Basically a pick uh, a pick a, a line here at BetMGM with Garrett Cole taking on Zach Grinke. This one will go to first pitch at 450 Pacific, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Which way are you headed on this one, Josh? Yeah, Brady, I think I'm going back to the Yankees here. So if you look at yesterday, number one, we talked about this on Lombardi line and yesterday's show. That was a pretty sharp move to the Yankees. You had Odorizzi against a young guy, Nestor Cortez, no one really knew about. Uh, public was all over Houston, yet that line fell to the Yankees. Yankees came through bigly for anyone who saw that reverse line move to New York. They won. They win that game 4 nothing. But I like about this one, Brady, I talk about this all the time with the Yankees. Anytime you have a big team that's popular, a historical franchise that gets a lot of, uh, a lot of attention and a lot of love from the public, 
when they are popular, you really don't want to touch them because they become overvalued. However, when a team like the Yankees struggles, I think that's the time to really buy low on them. So the Yankees right now, 45 and 42, they're only three games above 500. They really pre pretty much uh, struggled all year. I'm surprised that, uh, you know, they haven't made too many moves to blow this thing up. I think they, it might come to that at some point, but they're going up against Houston. Who's got one of the best records in baseball, 54 and 35 And the public today uh, is saying, give me Houston. I know that it's Garrett Cole, uh, but it's Grinky and it's Houston at home and the Astros have been great at home. Uh, the other thing is it's a very, very short number. So you have about two thirds of bets on the Astros here, getting even money at home with a much better record. However, this is all about this line movement to me, Brady. A lot of these books uh, actually opened some of them minus 110 Astros, uh, where they were the short minus 110 favorite. And now we've seen it flip to the Yankees minus 110. So uh, this would match to me uh, kind of a dog to favorite line move to New York, buying low on the Yankees when they're kind of struggling here. You can kind of buy low and get more, uh, extract more value to kind of, uh, you know, pick them up when they're down a bit. Also short favorites uh, off a off a win on the road. If you win your last game, you're on the road again, you're minus 150 or less. So far this year, 99 and 68, 59% overall. The other thing here, Brady, is I know Garrett Cole has struggled uh, since the spider attack crackdown and what we've seen across MLB. Uh, however, just from a value standpoint, you're getting Garrett Cole contrarian at almost just a minus 110 juice price. So to me, that's value there. I'm going to go with the line move. I'm going to go Yankees here to make it two in a row in Houston. Yeah, I thought that was attractive too, Josh. Garrett Cole at a very short price. You don't see that too often. Uh, I did not bet this game, but I certainly noticed that and I hear where you're coming from. Let's go up to the great Pacific Northwest where the Los Angeles Angels will be visiting visiting the Seattle Mariners. This is a 7-10 Pacific, 10-10 p.m. Eastern first pitch here out on the left coast. And this is a, basically another pick'em game here, a lot like the Yankees and the Astros. It'll be Sandoval and Flexen. Which direction you headed here, Josh? I'm going to go Seattle here, Brady. And again, this was another play from Friday night that that came through with a sharp move because last night with Cobb and Gonzalez, uh, the Angels here, uh, they opened like minus 130, got down to minus 120, even though they, they were the popular bet. And it looks like today, wise guys are kind of thinking the same thing. A lot of these books here with Sandoval and Flexen opened around the Angels minus 115 on the road. And they're the popular bet once again. I think you see this a lot when it comes to baseball. Um, who can the public identify with? And they identify with Otani, obviously. So anytime he's on the mound, uh, obviously, he's dropping bombs left and right. He hit a, a mammoth home run last night uh, into the upper deck there in right field. But what I like about this one, Brady, even though the Angels are the popular bet, the line's going to the Mariners. Angels open minus 115. The line is now down. Angels minus 110. A lot of these books are even kind of moving a little bit toward a pick em here. Uh, so it looks to me like the, the, the M's are taking in some money. I also think this is a pitching advantage for the Mariners. Sandoval uh, is going for the Angels. He's been decent this year, 2-2, two and 4.04 two, ERA. But our guy Chris Fleck, and I know our colleague at VEASAN, Josh Towers, he's been really high on Flexen, but he's 7-3, and 3.8 ERA, uh, and he's really kind of a limited opponents and pitched very well this year. Now he's at home. Seattle's been good at home, 28-19. and 19. And then also, Brady, uh, if you look at just across baseball, home dogs have done well. Uh, you kind of, you're getting that plus money. You got the crowd behind you. Uh, 211 and 254, you're only winning 45% of the time. But because you're getting these plus money payouts with these home dogs, you're actually up around 15 units on the year. $100 better will be up around 1500 bucks. So M's uh, cash the sharp play last night. I'm going to go back to all the Mariners tonight, uh, almost turning into a short dog, now almost into a pick'em type number. Big turn of events there at the women's final at Wimbledon. Ash Barty was trailing Pliskova. 40 love, got it back to deuce and ended up winning the game. She now leads the second set six games to five and will be serving for the women's championship. Her second major title, I believe, of her career, Ash Barty. So currently a minus 5,000 favorite to get this done at BetMGM. On the hardwood, Josh, Game 3 of the NBA Finals will take place in Milwaukee on Sunday evening between the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Of course, Milwaukee goes back home in a two-games-to-none hole, but they are the favorite here across the board pretty much as four-point favorites. We've seen a little movement on the total, but the Bucks laying four points on Sunday night on their home court with a total of 222, and there are some shops that are dealing 222.5. 
Yeah, this was interesting, Brady, and we'll be able to, uh, you know, update everybody on tomorrow's show as well. The game, I, I wish it was tonight, Brady, but we got a lot of baseball. We got UFC, so I guess we can push it back to tomorrow. But <laughs> what I'm seeing, a couple interesting things here, Brady. Number one, um, the, I think the public, and we're seeing right now, uh, is just jumping on the Suns and the points. I don't know if you can blame anybody there. The Suns have been fantastic. Uh, they look like a team of destiny. They've covered a ton of numbers throughout the postseason, covering at a 60-plus percent rate. Uh, however, it, this may, and we got to see how this shapes up tomorrow, but it may have evolve into a really uh, sharp fade the trendy dog uh, contrarian favorite play to the Bucks. A lot of these books, um, most open minus four Brady on the Bucks, but some open minus three and a half and any minus three and a half immediately got up to four. So my thing here is, you know, if you walk into a bar and you say, who do you like tonight to anyone at the bar, they're probably going to say son's getting four points. I'll take that all day. It's free money. What's Vegas doing? Uh, however, all these lines are set obviously based on power ratings that the odds makers have, but they're taking public bias into account. And they, I think they know they're going to get a lot of Suns money, yet they're hanging that minus four. So that tells me this could be a buy low spot with the Bucks. You know, we do see historically uh, teams coming off a blowout loss in the playoffs, uh, losing by 10 or more. They tend to bounce back as a favorite pretty well. It's like you lose by 10. How can I lay points with you the next game? But as this series shifts to Milwaukee and we see this uh, the system here, home favorite off a blowout of 10 or more, that's cash 57% ATS the last decade. So I think this is going to shape up uh, probably to a huge public all over the Suns, yet keep an eye sneaky sharp here to the Bucks. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but we all know, Brady, when it sounds fishy, there's usually something behind it. I'd also look to maybe a first quarter bet. We know teams going down 0-2 coming back home. It used to be that you play in first half and it would uh, pretty much cash uh, for the last decade or so. It's kind of slowed down Recently, to me, I'm looking at these first quarter down 0-2 coming home. They're only minus two. Money line's minus 160. So the Bucks uh, keep an eye on them. If you see this go to four and a half, that's going to be the indication that really the Bucks are really sharp. Uh, and then also, Brady, you and I, we've been liking some of these unders. The overs are 2-0 and in the finals. However, I think this could be a spot to wait it out, let this line tick up, and maybe buy low, take an under. Because this thing open, you know, 221, 222. It looks like it's rising up to maybe 222 and a half. If we can get a 220. 23. The public just says hammer the over and cash the first two. Uh, but you tend to see maybe an inflated line now at this point. We've seen these totals rise 217 and a half, 219 and a half, now 222. You can get the hook there. I think you could buy low there on the under uh, and maybe take advantage of an inflated total there because typically we do see these NBA Finals games go under historically. Now they're 2 0 to the over here, but I think you and I, Brady, are thinking, hey, this might get so high that there could be a buy low under opportunity at some point. Ash Barty and Carolina Pliskova trade service breaks, and now they're headed for a tiebreaker. The second set all tied at six games apiece, and right now Ash Barty serving in the tiebreaker down one to nothing as far as points. So uh, Carolina Pliskova just will not go away here as uh, Ash Barty was trying to close this out but had her service broken, and now the tiebreaker is all tied at a point apiece. Good matchup here for the women's final at Wimbledon. Uh, Josh, about the exact result for this NBA Finals. You and I were talking a little bit about this on Friday, and I think the first two games, the perception and maybe it's the reality too, the, the Phoenix Suns have really dominated the Milwaukee Bucks. Even when Giannis had a tremendous game in game two, it wasn't enough. And so I think it's easy to react and say, oh, Phoenix has got this and they're just going to roll through the Bucks." And I think that leads me to believe I want to go against that. I'm not ready. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. I just can't believe it's going to be that easy. So the Suns in five is the favorite and a pretty heavy favorite, better than, you know, half the price of the other options there. But I think if I was going to bet this, I would look at the Suns in six at four games to two at plus 450. I just feel there's maybe such an overwhelming bias for what we've seen out of Phoenix. I'm kind of wanting to go the other way and give Milwaukee a puncher's chance. I'm right there with you, Brady. So, of course, you know, based on the odds here, you know, the favorite, uh, the Suns winning four to one plus 190. I always look at the always look at the lowest payout because that's telling you uh, basically the most likely outcome here from the odds makers perspective. But I'm right there with you, Brady. You know, we kind of think back a little bit. I know it's different sports, but the Stanley Cup finals here when we had the lightning in, in Montreal, you know, the favorite the whole time was a four one series. We thought really, uh, you know, the, the lightning would roll the whole time, but you might get a win. I think this is the spot for Milwaukee minus four uh, to maybe uh, avoid that sweep. Tiebreaker, all tied at two points apiece. Pliskova is serving in the women's final at Wimbledon. We'll come back and see if we can make it make sense right here on the Lombardi line at VSIN, the sports betting network. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Here are the top horse racing plays for today from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel at Ellis Park in race six. Jeff likes the number three horse, Wara, eight to one on the morning line. And at Woodbine in race seven, Jeff has the number three horse again, our flash drive at seven to two. You can bet these races and more at First Bet, the best place to start your betting action for horse racing. Sign up for First Bet app and get up to $100 in a matching bonus on your first deposit in Instantly visit vcin.com slash horses for details and make sure you use the promo code Vegas 100. That's vcin.com slash horses. 
Time to make it make sense here on the Lombardi line. And first, I want to update the women's final at Wimbledon. Carolina Pliskova really putting the charge on here in the second set, leading the tiebreaker 7-3 to three right now, trying to even this up at one set apiece. As far as your live line there at BetMGM, Ash Barty still a favorite, but down all the way to minus 165. She was as high as minus 10,000 to win this championship not that long ago at the Scottish Open. Thomas Detry is now in the lead alone at 14 under par. Lee Westwood at 12 under along with John Rahm. Xander Shoffley's at 10 under par and Matthew Fitzpatrick at 11 under. All right, Josh, let's get to uh, my plays for the day, see if we can make it make sense. And I'm going to go to the Diamonds with the Braves and the Marlins. Atlanta's won two straight. Miami has dropped two in a row. And this will be Max Freed against Trevor Rogers. Pretty much a pick em affair across the board here. Minus 110 either way at BetMGM. I got down on the Braves on the overnight line at minus 103. I'm going Atlanta today. Yeah, so first off, Brady, real quick from yesterday, this is a teachable moment for anyone who bets Major League Baseball. You have two different options to bet when you're betting baseball, listed pitcher or action. So, uh, Brady, I know you were like you were liking uh, the Braves yesterday, but we saw uh, basically a scratch pitcher or a change pitcher where at one point Atlanta was like minus 140. They got down to minus 115. Then the pitcher for Miami got scratched. The line went back up to Braves minus 150 yesterday. So the Braves end up winning the game, but the whole point there is, Always bet listed pitcher. That way you can protect yourself against a pitching change. So if you bet the Marlins early uh, listed pitcher and the guy gets scratched, your bet gets refunded. So it saved you from a loss yesterday. But uh, today, Brady, um, I'm actually going to go the other way. I'm going to go Miami in this one. What I like about this one, two things, the pitching matchup and the line move. You look at Max Freed. Uh, I'm high on him. He's a young pitcher, but he struggled a bit here. He's on the bump, young lefty, five and five. 4.79 ERA, but really I like Trevor Rogers, the, the lefty going for Miami here. He's seven and five. He's got a 2.31 ERA. And my play here would be uh, the, the pitching advantage and the line movement because a lot of these books open Braves around minus 115. They're the popular bet here. They have the better record than the Marlins. Also, they have you know more star players that the public wants to back here. Acuna, Freeman, all these guys. However, even though uh, about two thirds of bets are on the Braves, lines moving to Miami a bit here. Open minus 115 Atlanta, and we're actually flipping to now Marlins a short favorite. So that would match to me, uh, reverse line move to Miami here, home favorites uh, so far this season, 520 and 332, 61%. You'd be up 18 units here. So uh, also favorite low total, uh, low total for your amount of expected run scored, more likely to come from that favorite. So I'm going to go Marlins here, Brady, and uh, you and I will bet with each other. We'll, we'll, ju we'll just uh, <laughs> get rid of the juice here. We'll go one-on-one. -on -one. Well, I certainly understand your handicap there, but the way I'm looking at it is Max Freed, you mentioned the ERA around 4.6, but his XFIP is below four. And if you look at Trevor Rogers, his ERA, about a, a, a tremendous ERA at about two points to something, but his XFIP at nearly three and a half. So that's the way I like to bet against pitchers. If if you've got one pitcher whose XFIP is much higher than his ERA versus another whose XFIP is much lower, I think the XFIP is a more truer picture of how these pitchers are currently going, and I'm going to go with Atlanta there at the short price. The Rockies and the Padres, I'm going back to Petco Park. Uh, I was on the Padres yesterday, but that's another case where the pitcher was scratched, Josh, so my bet was re funded. Even though they won, the listed pitchers were changed, uh, so no action there for me on that Padre game. It was supposed to be Blake Snell. He did not make the start for San Diego. This one will go at 7-10 Pacific, 10-10 p.m. Eastern time. Herman Marquez versus Joe Musgrove. San Diego's a good size favorite here at minus 185, and I laid the wood with him, Josh. I'm right there with you, Brady. So uh, this makes a lot of sense to me because I'm riding it with you. But I like this play towards San Diego. Number one, big steam is hitting the Padres today. They open like minus 160 at home. You've seen them get bet up all the way to minus 180. Anytime you see the steam 15 cents or more on a home team off a win, done very well this year, 63%. And also, Brady, the Rockies are pretty much an auto fade on the road. They're 7-34 and 34 now on the road. Give me the Padres here, even with this big number. All right, we're talking more baseball on the way back. We've got the All-Star break right around the corner and we're going to talk some home run derby you can bet on that too we'll be back on the Lombardi line at VSIN.
VSIN is your betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor Poirier main event plus key bouts on the undercard from our full team of experts, including Lou Finicaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free VSIN newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific for First Strike, our live preview show with the updates from all the fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide at vcin.com slash free. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. Brady Cannon and Josh Applebaum with you on a Saturday morning and on Monday evening. It'll be the first event of the All-Star break, the Major League All-Star break. And, of course, that will be the Home Run Derby from Colorado, from Denver, Colorado at Coors Field, home of the Rockies. And there is certainly a Rocky in the mix here in the Home Run Derby. That is Trevor Story. His odds are at 7-1 to to win the Home Run Derby. Your favorite is Shohei Otani, who is at plus 350. And you and I were talking a little bit about this on Friday, Josh. Um, you know, plus 350, actually, I, I'm mistaken, I guess, uh, plus 325 here on Otani. I actually don't think that's a bad price to go after this guy. I mean, and I mentioned no pun intended. I really do. I could see him putting on a show. He's just been fantastic, certainly an MVP candidate. And I really wouldn't be surprised if he won this thing, Josh. Brady, I agree with you, and really, it's, it's Shohei Otani's world. We're just living in it here, Brady. We're witnessing something unbelievable. Maybe it happens once every 100 years. Last time was Babe Ruth. It's really incredible what we've seen out of Otani, not just at the plate, but even pitching. You know, he's got a pretty good ERA. You can throw 100 miles an hour. You can hit a home run, you know, 500-plus feet. It's unbelievable what we're seeing right now just as sports fans in general. But from a betting perspective, you know, Otani, the books are going to have a lot of liability on Otani. He's the favorite, plus 325, according to BetMGM, about 32% of tickets are on Otani and almost 40% of the money is on Otani. So I think, uh, you know, we'll talk to our buddy Thomas Gable here in a bit, but I think the odds makers are rooting against Otani just because he's getting so much of the betting pie here that if he cashes, they have to pay out a lot of these bets. Uh, I don't blame you if you want to bet Otani. The guy is on a, uh, you know, on a crash course with history here right now. He's got 33 home runs leading Major League Baseball, uh, almost closing in on the all-star break here. But a couple of guys I would keep an eye out for Brady, number one, Pete Alonzo, uh, he's plus 500. He's kind of down the list a bit. He's only got 15 home runs. Remember his rookie year, what do you have, like 50 plus? So I think he's kind of lurking in the weeds here a bit. And my thing with Pete Alonzo would be the last time we saw this uh, this home run derby, remember, we didn't have it last year in the pandemic year, 2019, he won the, all, the home run derby. So I give stock to a player who has been there before, who knows, uh, and you hear a lot of players talk, Brady, like it's very taxing. They didn't realize how tired they get. Maybe he knows what it's like. He can pace himself. At plus 500, I'd be interested in that. And then we hit on this guy yesterday, Brady, Trevor Story, uh, the hometown kid. You know, he's, uh, uh, you know, the, the star shortstop here of the Rockies. He's plus 700. He knows Coors Field. He knows the weather, the atmosphere, the altitude. That could be uh, worth a look, plus 700. And then, uh, Brady, can I request the odds makers? can you give us a grand salami? You know, this bet where you can bet on the, all the runs that day across baseball. Let's do a grand salami at Coors Field because with the altitude, these balls are going to be flying out. I don't know what it's going to be Brady maybe maybe 110 or something uh, there's gonna be a lot of home runs in that thin air by the way Ash Barty broke serve and now has a two games to none lead in the third and final set in the women's final at Wimbledon she is currently a minus 1200 favorite now to get her second grand slam title Ash Barty uh, you mentioned uh, Pete Alonzo and, and that's really kind of the bet if I was going to bet on this and I don't know if I will just yet but that's probably the direction I would head you know how they do this home run derby now where it's kind of a head-to-head matchup according to seeds so for instance Shohei Otani, I believe, will start against Trey Mancini, the number one seed against the number eight seed. Uh, Trevor Story, a guy that you and I both kind of like, I don't necessarily love his first matchup against Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers, but I like the matchup for Pete Alonso paired with the catcher for the Kansas City Royals, Salvador Perez. So I think uh, that first matchup leads me towards uh, Pete Alonso even further, Josh. 
I agree with you on that one, Brady. And again, you know, if you're betting the home run derby, do a little research because it may not be, you know, remember the old school home run derby? What was it in like the 50s, 60s, 70s? If you look in, uh, you YouTube some of this stuff, you see all these old stars who used to do it. It's really funny. You can see Willie Mays or these different ones, but the rules are different. So know what you're getting into. We do have these matchups, kind of bit of a bracket here. So kind of know the rules just so you're aware of it going into it. Uh, the other thing here, you know, that number who will win an AL player or an NL player, American League, it makes sense, minus 200, two, uh, three. Three of the top four best odds are from the American League, Otani, Gallo, uh, as well as Matt Olson. You only have one NL guy there, Alonzo. But I would just caution betters, that's a little too rich for my blood. There can be variants. There can be upsets here. Um, to lay a minus 200 on kind of a novelty-type exhibition prop uh, is, is a bit of a, a reach for me. So I, I would have some fun with this. You know, again, I wouldn't risk too much on it. Maybe it's one unit, which to me would be 3% of your bankroll. Uh, but that one, that minus 200, I'd stay away from there. What if you get one of these NL guys to surprise you or, you know, story wins that are maybe Alonzo. Uh, so I, I would, I would steer clear of that minus 200. That's a little rich for my blood with an AL player. No, I, I definitely like the national league as an underdog there because obviously it's a national league park. We've talked about it being a home game of sorts for Trevor story. You and I both like Pete Alonzo, of course, representing the New York Mets. So I, I'm not going to bet that market, but I definitely would go to the national league there. Uh, and, and you're right. The American league is a favorite because they have more favorites at the top of the board here in this competition, but uh, yeah, that, that'll be uh, interesting to watch, and Shohei, man, it, it's hard to get away from him, but I think uh, you and I are on to something there if you're looking for some value, maybe Story or, or Alonzo, but nonetheless, as a fan, I'm sure looking forward to watching Shohei Otani, by the way, at the women's final in Wimbledon. Ash Barty now up three games to love in the final set. She has won two with service and then also broke Pliskova in her one game that she was serving and now Barty has moved to a minus 1400 favorite to win her second Grand Slam title the women's final currently going on at the All England Club in Wimbledon uh, any other bets there on the uh, field there for the home run derby what about Matt Olson Josh I thought maybe he was a little bit under the radar of course uh, the player for the Oakland A's uh, that's a tough park to hit home runs in by the bay there the Oakland Coliseum but maybe the thin air in Colorado will open things up for Matt Matt Olson. Yeah, he's having a great year. You know, you kind of forget about him because he's in Oakland. It's West Coast. And, uh, you know, the A's play a lot of these late games here at 10 o'clock. If you're, if you're an East Coast guy like me in Boston, you know, you got to stay up late to sweat a lot of these West Coast games. But I agree with you. He's a big guy, powerful guy. He's tall. He's got a great stroke. Uh, and then taking it to right field on that right field porch and cores could have some value there as well. You know, the other player that I'll throw out here, an American League guy, Trey Mancini. He's 10 to 1. But I think with Mancini, you know, you're really banking on uh, maybe a feel good story here. He just beat cancer last year year, uh, which is a fantastic thing. Uh, and now he's up uh, 10 to one. So I know there are going to be a lot of people rooting for Mancini. Uh, it would be awesome to see him win it as the biggest dog on the board. You can also bet which player will hit the longest home run. I, I don't know if I have any clue on you know, if I would want to get involved in that market. You can also bet on under or over what the longest home run will be over 500 feet. We'll talk about more of that with Will Hill. He'll join us in the next segment as he always does here on a Saturday on the Lombardi line. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 when you place a $1 wager on the notorious one to get his revenge in the main event on July 10th. Of course, that is tonight right here in Las Vegas. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your bet to take advantage of this knockout offer. Enjoy fight night more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee, 800-889-9789, and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Will Hill now joins us, making his regular appearance as a part of the Lombardi Line crew. You can find his work in VEASAN's digital publication, Point Spread Weekly, and you can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Good morning to you, Mr. Hill. And you're going to the Diamonds with a couple of your plays today, specifically the New York Mets. They will be hosting the Pittsburgh Pirates, my friend. I mean, first of all, thanks for having me. Somebody's got to work around here. It's nice to be on with you guys. Uh, yeah, I like the Mets here. They're playing a doubleheader. It feels like I'm violating some law of gravity here. I'm parlaying the Mets with the Mets. They're playing a doubleheader against the Pirates, who are just terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to take this, and you can parlay. It's actually up to plus 125 if you take the Mets with the Mets to sweep the doubleheader. Uh, Stroman going game one's been a borderline all-star going against Anderson, who, who's pitched well his last couple times, but his spin rates have really decreased since they cracked down on the sticky stuff. And then the Mets are going with McGill, I believe, in game two. They might have flip-flopped that, but the last I saw, McGill was going game two. He's been a revelation for the Mets, really filled out the back of that rotation nicely over a strikeout and inning, uh, pitched really well his last time out. These are games the, the Mets really need to bank. The Pirates are on pace to lose 110 games. Uh, the Mets have a nice little cushion now in, in the loss column. I think six up on the loss column over Philly in Washington. Uh, Atlanta re- hasn't really gotten on track, but the Mets schedule is going to get really tough in August. They got a lot of Giants, a lot of Dodgers, uh, a lot of Phillies, a lot of Nationals. So 
it would behoove the Mets to, to win both these games, really get a, a nice little cushion going into the second half of the season. And I think they get, get it done today and win both these. Will, it's great to see you once again, my friend. And uh, like me, I know you love baseball, a great baseball day, great board to, to pick from. Uh, but, Will, I know you, you had a, a total on the Yankees and the Houston Astros game. Uh, you know, Brady and I were talking about a little line move here and maybe some value on the Yankees at a buy-low number with Cole. Uh, but I think it was the first five play you had, Will. Can you just explain your play and maybe your thought process of why you target first five sometimes versus uh, full game odds? A lot of it, uh, Josh, is the extra inning rule. I mean, it's just – it's so detrimental to an under better if you, if there's, you know, even a small percent chance. And I, I would say it's a, a larger chance with a close game today expected, but a, any chance of going into extra innings, your under is going to get blown up a high percentage of the time. <laughs> Just each team gets a runner on second base. You start to go back and forth. So I've lost too many that way. I try to stay away from the extra innings, try to stay away from the bullpens. I think you really isolate your handicap. If you're just betting the first five, um, you know, you're really just breaking it down to the starting pitchers for each team and you get a truer result. So I like the under here. I think this is look Cole hasn't pitched well since they cracked down on the sticky stuff. But I think, like you said, you're buying low here on Cole. He's going to pitch better. It's, you know, he's, he didn't go from being a Cy Young pitcher to a guy who's not, not any good just because of the sticky stuff. I think it's an adjustment, but I do think he'll, he'll bounce back and pitch well. And Grinky's another guy who's who's really good. I mean, he's not the same pitcher he was maybe 10 years ago, even five years ago with, you know, the swing and miss stuff isn't there anymore. He's more of a contact guy, but he gets a lot of weak contact. He knows how to pitch. Uh, his numbers are still solid. So I'm going to go under first five. This Yankee lineup still hasn't really gotten on track. So under first five is going to be the play for me. Just as an aside, I don't know if the Cy Young odds are up. I see Cole. Last I saw, he still had a minus sign in front of him, which, look, they don't let you play the field here. If you could if you could bet a yes, no, I would bet the no. I think that's a little bit of a crazy line with how Cole's pitched here for him to be such a high favorite to win the Cy Young. But I do think you're getting a bargain here on this one. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Our friends at Circa here in Las Vegas will offer a lot of yes, no. I wonder if they will offer a yes, no on the Cy Young Award. By the way, the women's final at Wimbledon, Ash Barty and Karolina Pliskova. Uh, Ash Barty right now ahead in the final set for games to one. She is currently trailing in this game. And make that four games to two as Pliskova just gets that one. So four games to two in favor of Barty trying to win her second Grand Slam championship. Uh, let's go back to the Diamonds, Will. And you are looking at the Marlins and the Braves game. Josh and I were talking about this one earlier. I am uh, on the Braves and Josh is on the Marlins. So we are oppo <laughs> on this one. I'm back in Max Freed. He's back in Trevor Rogers. Where are you going with this one? Break the tie, my friend. Josh, this isn't good for you. I've learned the hard way. Anytime we're going against Brady or Wes, it's it's stepping up a level of competition. It's called JV to varsity. I'm playing the total again. I like the under here. I think this will be a good pitching matchup. Two really good lefties. Uh, Freed hasn't been as good as he was last year where he was just dominant. I believe he went undefeated. Uh, but but this is a lineup he should be able to handle. Miami, I, I like betting the first five under in Miami games, especially games in Miami. That's a big ballpark that's very pitcher-friendly. Uh, Miami can't really hit, and they got really good pitching. Uh, and Rodgers is one of them. Rodgers is good as anybody outside of DeGrom, basically. So I could see a 1-1, 2-1 after five innings. I'm going to go with the first five under. If I had to break the tie here, and that's a tough one. I don't like betting against Rodgers, but I, I, would, lean, I would lean Atlanta, but not, nothing strong. Rodgers is really good. Checks in the mail, Will. Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Will, uh, this is this is funny because you sent us our plays before the show, and you have an NFL Week One bet, which I think is awesome because we're so far away from the NFL, but we're actually not that far away. I think it's what uh, you know, less than two months now, or right at two months at this point. So, uh, Will, I want to ask you about your bet, your early bet, Chicago and the LA Rams. Uh, obviously, Chicago, you know, Fields they draft him, but it'll probably be Dalton Rams pick up Stafford here. This is your Sunday night Week One game, uh, and it looks like the the Rams are around a, a seven point favorite here but first off how do you target these games so far out any tips for for new betters here uh and also what's your take and your edge here on the rams laying it maybe at home yeah we could probably have a pretty lengthy and interesting discussion i'd be curious to hear your guys thoughts about how far out you bet nfl you know do you want to tie up your bankroll do you want to tie up your credit this far out but like you said it's closer than you think i think the fact that the nba finals are in july that it's you know playing tricks with our mind that look the nfl season is closer than you think it's only a couple months away to me, I look for numbers and just where they're going to move. I think if you can get a six and a half on the Rams, it's probably going to go north of seven. I just don't see a lot of support for the Bears. Andy Dalton isn't getting anyone excited. Uh, the Rams are going to be everybody's darling pick. I think Stafford, you know, is an upgrade over golf. People are really going to be uh, behind this L.A. team. That's the Sunday night game. So you're going to get a lot of, of, of action on that, a lot of handle on that. 
I don't see a lot of the public coming in on Chicago. So I think that line will go to, you know, north of seven, maybe seven and a half. And, you know, you can either have the best number in your pocket or you could, you could hedge, you could play a middle, you could just have a, you know, a lot of opportunities, a lot of options there. So for me, I just try to anticipate where the number is going more than anything. Well, Josh and I are going to talk about week one lines in the NFL in the next hour, but I want to get your opinion before we let you go here on the first game of that week. And of course that always features the defending Super Bowl champion this year. It'll be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And when this line came out, I was surprised. I thought Tampa would be favored by three and a half. They're actually favored by six and a half. Would you be heading towards the underdog here or are you going with Tom Brady and the champs no I'm right with you I think that's way too many points uh, you know shop for a seven if you could ever find a seven obviously that's a that's a very valuable half a point but I think that line's inflated I think Dallas will be better I mean you got to kind of throw out everything they did without Prescott with Prescott I mean they were bad on defense they actually played better on defense once he went out which was strange but uh look they can score I mean they're going to be in the 30s on most teams they're a really good offense so I, I don't see how you lay the seven there with Tampa I just think that's inflated due to the fact that it's Brady it's opening night I think the value there is on Dallas hey Josh you know you brought something up in your last question for Will like when is it too early to bet you know NFL here in the middle of July or what have you I, I think with this one here, and you talk about shopping around getting the seven, Will, I'd actually buy it to seven. I don't mind buying a half point to a key number. Um, is that too early, Josh? What is your thought on where the market might move this game? Yeah, so Brady, I think, you know, based on what we're seeing, you know, the six and a half, we're kind of in this weighted out moment right now. And I agree with you guys, you know, Brady, you know, rising the championship banner there, fire the cannons. It's going to be a huge popular bet, you know, to me in these big opening week uh, or opening season games, I, I I think there's a lot of contrarian value. So I'm, I'm the same thing. I'd be looking at Dallas, maybe at a plus seven there. We talk NFL, the key numbers are so, so important here. Uh, and it looks like around the market, minus six and a half, I would kind of wait it out. Some of these books are minus six and a half, minus 115. So Brady, you may not have to buy that that half point here. It may naturally go to seven. And again, once the the summer narrative of how great Tampa Bay is and they brought back all their starters, I think you may just see that thing get to seven on its own. Uh, Will Hill, real quick, last question for you. Uh, you've been crushing NBA this year with your plays. Any early thoughts here on the next game at Milwaukee? We've seen the Bucks around minus four. The totals high, uh, 222 right now. Games tomorrow, but any early thoughts, any early leans for game three of the NBA Finals? Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow, but I would lead Milwaukee. I thought they've actually been pretty impressive. You know, there's been a couple times this postseason where Milwaukee loses a, just a terrible game and you come on the next day and you crush them and you have every right to. These first few games haven't, you know, haven't been the case. You know, I thought game one, they missed some, some easier shots. They really got uh, outscored at the foul line. Game two, they played well. Giannis wasn't good. Giannis was great. I mean, Holiday and Middleton, I think, will play better on the road. They were not good in game two. But, I mean, it was just the three ball. When you're going to give up 20 or 40 from three, you're just going to lose. It's like losing the turnover battle in the NFL by, you know, a couple turnovers. It's just – it's such a it's such a damning stat to overcome. There's no way you can give up 20 or 40 from three and still win the game. So, I thought Milwaukee played well. I thought they answered every punch from Phoenix. I mean, every time Phoenix got it up to double digits, Milwaukee came back, cut it to five. They could just never get over the hump and, and get it to a one-possession game. They had three or four chances to do it. But I, I would think playing back home, their, their role players will play better. I do think it's a factor for the Suns that Craig is out, Sarge is out. You know, the Suns really rely on their bench, their depth, and that's going to be cut into a little. So I still have hope that we're going to have a long series here. I mean, obviously, you got to favor the Suns. The game seven at home, they're up 2-0. They were favored going in. But Giannis has looked pretty good, and you know, I would think Milwaukee gets the game tomorrow, and they need to get the game tomorrow, obviously. Hey, Will, any early plays in pocket for next week's final golf major, the British Open? I haven't looked. I was hoping you were going to tell me Pliskova broke back here and made it 4-3. How is how is the final going? I have Pliskova and I'm trying to ch- It's 5 to 2 right now. 5 to 2 Ash Barty in the final set, but uh, Pliskova <laughs> is trying to hang around and stay alive. Uh, she does have serve right now, so uh, if she can uh, hold serve here, she'll live for another day. But uh, thank you, Will. Another day we will talk to you being tomorrow right here on the Lombardi line. Enjoy your Saturday, my friend. I did better to hang around. I better to win. Thanks guys. Visa All right, we'll be back for hour number two. Josh and I here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, 
I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.